Welcome to Smart to Death, the April 21st edition. I'm not Tony, and that's not Tom, but you know what? This is Tom, that is Rob, and welcome to Shooting the Sports-ish, Smart to Death, April 21st edition. Rob, one of the things I wanted to kind of touch base with and really bring it on the fold so everybody can understand, I haven't got to do a podcast with Tony, who is MIA right now. You know, sometimes being a father takes over, and it happens, uh-huh. so wish him yep. well. Um, I have not, and he's fine, by the way. When I say wish him well, it's best of luck with a toddler. <laughs> Yeah, I ha- I haven't yeah. talked about Mania Weekend. I haven't talked about Tampa Bay. Um, I'm curious from people who weren't there, a lot of questions. And I'd love okay. to shoot some Mania questions, some indie questions at you if that's cool. Because, like, yeah, I-, I was there. I was in the heart of it for most of the weekend. We can talk about the experience a little later. Um. First question, however, and we'll break down the indie shows. We'll break down the ones I was at. We'll talk about the uh, live feel of Mania shortly after. But I'm just curious. Again, Rob, night one of Mania, did you guys get on your screen and gals and people, did everyone get the big Vince video, that really cool video package, and then they went to rain delay? Or did it look different on your screen? Is that where you're talking about where he came out and said, this is WrestleMania? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. But we saw that it was kind of, uh, um, it was just, I, it was, it was fine. It was just weird. The weirdest thing about it was seeing people in their gear that were not scheduled to wrestle like Tucker um, or, uh, or not Tucker, like, uh, Otis and a Jinder, few others. Jinder Mahal, yeah, Jinder. Uh, one of the other yep. ones. Yes. Um, yeah. agree completely with you. I personally feel they were probably taking photos and getting those mania moments in, and that's why they were in gear. But from a fan perspective, sure. Looking at it from the outside, yeah. why are you in gear? Yep. Yeah. Uh, but from there, it did go to the rain delay from <laughs> the network standpoint, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, they went. They went to the the rain delay, and they uh, they went to do uh, live promos without any writing. And you could, in my opinion, you could tell which one, you could definitely tell which ones were good and which ones like they're like, nope, they can't do the live promo. Kevin sure. Owens, I think, was the best, and Kevin Owens can do that. And Sami Zayn was pretty good too. Yeah, we didn't get those in the stadium, and I'm going to bounce Tanner right on in. Welcome to the show, Mr. Tanner. How are you, sir? Welcome. There was just one of us 20 minutes ago, and now there's three of us. There may be five of us. Big fan. Uh, We are talking about Mania. I was talking from a fan perspective of watching it on television, not being there live. Did it come across the same? How did it feel? We're talking night one right now. They do the rain delay. They do the unscripted promos that lasted. Rob, am I right? Was it? Did it last about forty-eight minutes? Because that's how long it felt being there. Is that? Yeah, it it probably felt like it was about that. I mean, I know. Um, yeah, it had to be between forty to forty-eight minutes. I would bet that's what it felt like. I mean, I don't remember looking at the clock, but it sure, was sure, uh, sure. See the struggle. Yeah, the struggle live was this was the second rain delay that it said head to the concourse, head this way. 
Um, so I think from a live fan perspective, you got that giant pop from the video. You got the giant pop from Vince coming out. This is WrestleMania. And mm. the fans ate it up, but then we went to another rain delay. Tanner, I'll go to you right now. Thanks for jumping on the show. Hello and welcome again. Yeah, man. Uh, we, we start Glad off. To be here. Through, thanks. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to go deep into the card or anything, but I'm just curious yeah. about the outside perspective watching live. Uh, we open with Drew and Bobby. It goes a little longer than I think. Drew doesn't get the win. Bobby goes over here, the heel, opening the return of fans. How did you guys feel watching it? Because in the stadium perspective, there was many people disappointed thinking this is your return to fans and you went in the first match and you put a heel over. Mm. But from a long-term standpoint of them telling that story, I don't know yet. But watching it again, what did you guys think? Um, go ahead, Rob. <laughs> I No, I was just going to say, like I, with them going that route, I figured... I figured it was going to be fine, you know, like with them being the first match, I think that um, I think people were just ready and they were, they were given a good match. I mean, on, on, on screen, it was a, it was a good match. I don't know about like in person, how it went, but um, Everything yeah, I think person it was amazing. Like that minus a, a, a certain tag style match. Um, everything live was very good. Like, the crowd was into everything, but again, this was going to be a very forgiving, very understanding crowd. It's your first time with fans back. These are either diehards, they're local wrestling fans, or truth be told, there was probably 500 different workers from different companies there on top of their guest, right? So you had a full house of people that cared. Um, go, going to you, Tanner, and we won't cut you off this time, and I appreciate you hanging in there. Um <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Robin, Robin, Robin mentioned, though, look, it, it was the first match. If you're going to do it, put it on first, right, Rob? Like, that makes sense. Like, you're going to give the yeah. fans something later to go home happy. Were you surprised at all, Tanner, of the finish of the first match of the show? Um, I kind of was. I thought it was, um, but not in a way that I felt bad about it. Like, I, I felt like it was a really bold move uh, for, for Bobby to go over. Um, because, like, with the lead up and everything, with the, the anticipation of uh, this is the first match and Drew won the title last year and there was no fans and everybody fully expected, oh, man, Drew's going to come back. He's going to win the title. Vince is going to put him over big time. He's going to get the, the pop that he never got last Last year, it's going to be big, right? Um, and I, th I think what happened here is that uh, Vince made an interesting call that uh, that Lashley should be kept strong, and and I can't say that I disagree with that move, right? Um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he's very early days into his title. He needed a big win that wasn't against the Miz or wasn't against, um, you know. Uh, Cedric Alexander or Shelton Benjamin, this this establishes Bobby Lashley as a dominant champion. Um, so bold move. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. real real bold. I mean, if I'm if I'm being honest, but again, I, to Rob's point, it was the first match and it was there for a reason. Um, don't want to break down this Mania card too much. I I wanted to see opinions of that, and then later on in the show, I wanted to hear both your opinions. 
How did Bianca and Sasha come across on TV? Did it come across as a WrestleMania main event? I don't want to hear about the gender. I don't want to hear about the race. Did it come across as a WrestleMania main event? It's important, Rob. Let me hit you first. Absolutely, it did. It was. It was. It was fantastic. It was. Hell, I liked it more than I liked the Edge Orton or Edge uh, Brian and Reigns match. I, I really sure, did. Sure. I think it was the best match on the at Mania. The just two nights, in my okay. Opinion. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was real good. Tanner, main event to you. Did it hold up expectations? Yeah, solid match. I mean, Sasha Banks. I mean, <laughs> what what more can you say? Like this was a this was the exact performance that she needed to put in as the champion, and yeah. Bianca Belair put in the exact performance that she needed to to put in as the challenger. The spot where she carries Sasha Banks up uh, the the ramp stairs. Yep, it's 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 iconic. It's unbelievable. Um, and I'm I'm in full agreement with Rob here. I think in many ways, that main event's going to be more memorable than the Daniel Bryan Edge Roman Reigns match. I think it will be for many many different reasons moving forward. I really do. I think when people look back, they're going to think that match, um, maybe above anything. To be honest with you, because that's going to be the big mania moment. You know, mm-hmm. Roman went over, and we'll talk about it in a second. So it's not like Roman had a title change so you didn't have a moment there but Mm. you had a moment there with these two individuals and i'll say this from a live standpoint the crowd ate this up as much as they ate up anything the entire weekend including any indie show including night two of mania the crowd loved all of this it wasn't like that manufactured we have to cheer for bianca they're pushing bianca too quick you got none of that You got, they ate it up. They loved it. And I've got to tell you live, the way that that place was miked, that snap of the hair on Sasha's sternum, middle stomach live was like, oh my God, terrifying. Like I I thought I was witnessing something that no one should ever see. Like you just, it was a bull whip in the arena. Crazy. But again, Fans went home happy that night in Tampa. Um, I, I think for the most part, minus the rain delays, which was the struggle, there was a lot to like about that, right? I, I oh, take yeah. you both on yeah. a ride. We go to night two. Night two live in Tampa, by the way, was pouring rain and thunderstorming the entire day from 11 a.m. until 7.55 p.m. Somehow, this company, who couldn't survive day one without two rain delays, survived day two without delaying again. And I can tell you why. <laughs> Go Vin- ahead, Rob. Vince McMahon, he's like, you know what? I'm tired of this. He talked to it. He's like, I'm. Ta- he's talking to the, the clouds, so, and he said, I- I'm done. He's like, if so you do this, saying, I'm not putting you over. You're saying Vince went over God again is what you're saying. Yes, he did. They okay. had an agreement that. So, well, for the second time, Vince's career is one over God. Got it. Yep. Uh, he had enough just, of it. Just prior to Mania, it stops raining. Fans are pumped. There's going to be no rain delay. This was the most important part of Mania Night 2 from a live perspective. Night 1, you were amped. You were amped. You were excited. Fans were excited. Killed. We'll bring it back up a little bit and then shoot it right down. Like 
During the Roman Drew match, I'm sorry, during the Drew Lashley match night one, the first 15 minutes, there was a damn thunderstorm going on without lightning. Like, I felt so bad for those men. Anyway, we get to night two. People are pumped up. There is so many more people in that building live. I, I know we'll look at stats and statistically they'll say X and whatever. There was more people there live night two by a lot than night one. Really? A lot uh, from, from a live standpoint. You, you got to remember night one, people came in and left because it was pouring rain. So while those oh, turns wow. may say X, people in seats weren't there the whole time compared to night two. Um, huh. night two highlights. I, I I've got to tell you, the show opened with that Orton and Fiend match, and cool. it was not good live. The box blocked whatever their story they were trying to tell. Um, I I have no defense for it. It felt yeah. very uncreative. It's my only negative of the night. Rob was it as bad on. Oh yeah, it was like what the hell was this? And and the the word that came out is they started the match without having an ending, from what I've heard. What? Yeah, I've and I'll double check that. But I, from what I remember hearing, they did not have a uh, clear finish. Like so, those guys did not. So fuck until the day check. of the show. We don't have a finish, right? Fuck that. Yeah, but and I'm gonna just now we're before that. the match, but. Going into Gorilla, you don't have a finish for this match called yet. So here's what I'll tell you, Rob. And forget if there was or there wasn't, okay? Whatever they were yeah. debating about was a better finish than whatever the hell we saw. <laughs> Tanner, while Rob's yeah. looking that up, how bad was this finish live? The whole thing was awful. <laughs> I, I, It was... The whole thing was... Yeah. whole thing was awful. We're hitting <laughs> clips in the middle of shows now at the 14-minute mark exactly. <laughs> right, yeah, the whole, whole thing was awful because of why. Was bad. Um, so, okay, so personal bias um, aside, because I, I, don't, I don't get any of this that they're doing with The Fiend and Randy Orton. Uh, which is tragic because I think that this is the this is some of the finest <laughs> uh, most most work that that Randy Orton or Alexa Bliss has put into anything um, any angle that they've done. Um, but uh, I don't know the the entrances were super long. It it felt really over the top, and the finish to the match. I mean, Alexa Bliss came out of the, the the Jack in the Box box, I guess, right? No hamburgers, disappointed forever. Um, and... Dude, me too. <laughs> and uh, I had the Jack in the Box experience, and I'm interested. <laughs> they they um, so Alexa Bliss extends out her arm, and then the Fiend extends out his arm. Like, okay, so like there's there's something going on here. And, and and then like there's the betrayal and it's so over. So you mean to tell me? I'm just that like we now have an Alexa Bliss and Fiend yeah. feud going on. Is that what you're telling me? <sighs> Something's happened there. She is, she she's yeah. obviously found some uh, other uh, deity to su subscribe her. Uh, I so, guess uh, so. Her her doll Lily too. that she's carrying around, right? That little doll Lily. Who's getting mm -hmm. more airtime than most workers on their show right now, and a bigger push by far? Mm -hmm. um, 
Who is Lily going to turn? I'm done here. Um, I can't. Yes, please, please, can't please, please move on because this isn't worth it. This isn't worth I anybody's can't. time. <laughs> nope. Nope. Can't handle it. Rob, anything else you want to add before we move on from whatever that was that we're talking about? Yeah. Basically, okay. So what it was is it changed over the weekend, um, and then they they technically just. I think they changed it mid-match or something. Like that's why it just kind of ended abruptly, um, from what I'm gathering. So um, this is th- WrestleMania. It's not a goddamn house show. It's not. Hey, well, that, I'm feeling yeah. the fans right now. Let's turn it back this way. Okay, well, goddamn. and that's the thing. WrestleMania used to be like almost McMahon used to like try to picture WrestleMania a year out. Like he he kind of thought like this is what I think will go this direction. Even now, not a year out, Rob, about- I'll cut you off. And I want you to go back to it, though, okay? Even not a full year out, by SummerSlam, that main, he knew in his head the top two, three matches for Mania or where he wanted to go, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I would think so. I, I would, but this McMahon, I don't Like, the Vince McMahon now, I don't know because he he's obviously changed, and I get that. Age plays a role. I mean, it just came out this week on Fightful Select that he uh, he showed up late, like later than normal, and they did rewrites after he got there in the afternoon. Vince McMahon used to be almost like the first guy there. This was for the Raw and, show, is that correct? Yeah, Bob? Yep. yeah, I, I yeah. heard the but same. But I'm just I I had heard a very similar thing about the rewrites, not not the late factor, but like he literally they had the script done, and it was yeah, he changed his mind. The whole thing, though. We, we, we've we got off on a tangent. Uh, let's go back to Mania. Tanner, go ahead. Well, just real quick before we, we go off, man. Like, I, I think that this this exemplifies why people are, t- are tuning out of wrestling. I mean, you, you gave people a really big reason to tune into WrestleMania. This could take people off of WrestleMania for the rest of their lives, for, for all I know, just because of the the impact and how how odd, how strange it is. It doesn't. It's not contemporary. It's not fresh. It doesn't fit with yeah. the times. Dude, let me, let me tell you both, a, 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 and I usually don't talk about my personal life, and that's that's fine. Uh, my son is a big Fiend fan, right? Eight years old. Okay. I think the Fiend's super cool. Well, yeah. when Randy Orton burned him and killed him, and he came back in like that jump sweat suit that just looked terrible with a cool yeah. burnt mask, my yeah. son's like, why is he wearing that? And he comes out at Mania not in it, and this again, this is an eight-year-old, and his first reaction is, yes, he's not wearing that dumb thing anymore. And then I get the text. But why isn't he wearing that thing anymore? All his burns healed? And I'm like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christmas. If an eight-year-old's connecting at that <laughs> level, like, yeah. what are we doing here? Um, that was my big thing. It was like, you went from the suit on Monday to your normal gear back on Sunday, and then you yeah. lost to one RKO. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've spent way too much time on this match. Let's move forward, uh, please. <laughs> I, 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 I'll ask before we hit. Uh, uh, we're going to jump right to the main because there's some indie things I want to talk about that went on in Tampa and some other stories. Um, before we hop <laughs> to the main, Rob, what was your other favorite match on night two of Mania? Oh, insane! Okay, was that night two? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was it. And there was not like that's the thing. There was nothing. Like night two of WrestleMania seemed like almost like 
backlash or like it just didn't seem like wrestlemania you know it just to me it didn't see it what's didn't so happen. yeah and i've read this and i've been told by people this who who write or i've been told by people who who work in, in the same genre it's like night two wasn't that great where from a live standpoint sitting in the seat night two was awesome but again mm-hmm. i'm going to draw back to the fact we weren't getting rained on the, you know, the sky had cleared up. I don't know how much that has to impact the attitude and perception from the live fan. Tanner, night two, what was your favorite match minus the main? Favorite match minus the main would probably be Cesaro and Rollins. Um, I thought that match was really, really well done. I, I really liked uh, <laughs> that uh, they, they, they really put Cesaro over, man. They really did it. And um, I think that in years time, if they continue to push Cesaro, which that's a big fingers crossed here, that's probably going to be the one thing that people remember most about night two is that Seth is that, is that Cesaro, this, this journeyman, which I hate using that term for Cesaro, but this WWE journeyman basically went over in a big, big way against the multi-time world champion. And, and I, for me, a big fan of him, it means a lot. What was your favorite part of the match? Um, over what like what was my favorite part of the match? Yes. What was your oh, most man. enjoyable? Oh, I, I just thought it was really well worked all all the way around. I I, I mean, uh, it was a. And I think that we said this on the review show. This was like the. This was like a, a Ring of Honor time machine match. Like like somebody went to like a time capsule in Ring of Honor's backyard and dug it up, um, and and condensed it down into a ten minute WWE match. I th- I thought it was really really well done, uh, just all the way around, man. Rob was Cesaro Rollins night one or two. I'm being blurred right now. Night two, I think. I, I think it was night two. I didn't um, think Owens and Zane and Rollins and Cesaro were on the same oh, show. Oh, my, my bad. No, my bad. I'm, was I'm it mixing night them one? up. So it was night one, but I will, but I will I do care. this. It's worth talking about. That match <laughs> ruled, like, ruled so hard live. Like, the fans were so into every swing. They were into every turn. I'll, I'll keep the same flavor on it. For the exact same reasons, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens was the best match of <laughs> night two besides the main event. Same exact reasons. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I think everything night two from a live perspective was over very well. Let's hit the main really quick and we'll get off of actual WrestleMania WWE. Uh, Edge, Brian, Roman. Rob, did it live up to your expectations or your expectations yeah, it, more or less? It, it, it was good. I think it just met like expectations. It was, I liked how they had, I, I thought that I thought Brian needed, or excuse me, I thought Reigns needed to go over. I wasn't like, and I grew up a big, or I shouldn't say grow up, but I was an Edge fan like for a long time, like as an adult. So I'm like, I still should probably grow up. But either way, um, it was it was fine. It it ended the way I wanted it to really end. I I thought the double pin was kind of weird, um, but I get it. He. Reigns did say that like a week or two before that he was going to pin him like and you just kind of you just didn't really think about it that way and he did what he said he was going to do so I like that aspect of it but it sure. was good you know I I really as the match went on I was like 
I wonder if they're going a different route. And they didn't, but I mean, it at least gave me that that thought. So I'm okay with that. Tanner, did it live up to your expectations? Did you like the match? Where are you at on this? I thought it was really... Mm-hmm. I thought it was really solid, right? I thought it was a solid main event. Um, but like, if you put it on, like, if it was the semi-main for the Royal Rumble, right? Like, it could have it could have existed in that same space. For me, could the main event have been better? Absolutely. I think there were some things that certainly detracted from the match. Ooh. Like, let me the J- the the, the Uso involvement. The Jey Uso involvement, for example, really early, really often, it took away from the match, personally. Um, I wanted to see the three of them, you know, have a really good match together. I think it would have been, if Jey Uso got involved in the match in the at the very beginning, and then both Edge and Daniel Bryan just wiped him out completely, and then Roman went over clean on his own, that would have been perfect. But that, that really hit me... Um, Negatively, I think. Okay, that's fair. I'll hit the countdown clock before I throw my bomb out there. Something's gonna happen. I'm done. Quickly, north south position. Sixty nine, me done. Sixty nine, me save me. Done. Save me. Save me. Lovely countdown clock we have here in shooting a sports ish. Um, I I love this main event. I think I loved it because I loved it live. I think I liked it because there was three athletes that have given so much the business between Roman's health, what Edge went through, what Brian went through, right? Sure. And apparently, we just lost Rob on the way. <laughs> Rob just dropped off like the bomb that wasn't he, on AEW. Let's he, he, move forward. He, hate, he hated your take. That I mean, he was just like, I'm out. <laughs> We're done here. Fuck that. Um, Tom liked that main event. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Dude, look, I, I'm a, a huge Edge fan, and it was joked. Rob's like, well, when I was growing up, no, when I was growing up, Edge was Sexton Hardcastle. Edge worked the North, Edge worked Canada. His gimmick was the soap opera sweetheart, Sexton Hardcastle. That was his name. Like, I grew up with him, Rhino Richards, and Christian Cage. So, yes, wow. to me, like, it was so cool seeing Edge in a main event of Mania Night 2 in 2021. Like, it was almost as cool as me adding Rob back to the stream, but yeah. not as cool. Rob, welcome yeah. back, sir. Yeah. We yeah, just my computer said, were so appalled at my opinion that yeah. Edge Well, that's what I think match. happened with my computer. My computer was like, stop this WrestleMania talk, go. It's like, <laughs> just cracked out on me. I'm like, okay. But no, I don't... I don't know what happened. I just lost internet for a second. Rob, I was hit. I was hit on Tanner. We were talking about uh, my history of knowing Edge from where he worked in the Indies and when he grew up in the, the uh, mid '90s to late '90s and his run. Uh, I thought it was very cool him doing that again in 2021. Um, the fan in me was actually on the edge of my seat at the end because I knew there was a possibility they would go Edge here, so Vince could tell his story. But I knew yeah. it was likely Roman was going to win. I thought there was no chance in Brian winning, in my personal opinion. Um, yeah. Towards the end, though, towards the end of that match, I was like, they got people buying Edge can win. This is super cool. Like, Because most people didn't buy it midway through or halfway through. Um, yeah. 
I was sitting with a group of uh, group of people in the business. Um, there was a few of us there, and everybody just nuns. I thought you were sitting with a group of nuns. I was like, that makes sense. No, I'm everybody just... just loved loved the the main event. There wasn't nuns there that I can remember. However, a lot of yeah. lot of different people in the Tampa area, but not so much. Yeah. Um, I want to move on to other things that happened that particular weekend in Tampa, minus my sunburn. Um, and it's killer, <laughs> by the way. Uh, indie shows are typically one of the bigger hits for WrestleMania weekend, right? You pitch a WrestleMania weekend, you pitch for the Fan Fest, you pitch a WrestleMania take over Ring of Honor, all the indie shows, X, Y, and Z. A little different this year, we're... Going on the downhill of COVID, I think you could agree. Um, on the downslope, evening it out. What we oh, learned from yeah. Tampa, right? <laughs> Not so much in Michigan, but hey. Uh, what we learned from Tampa, however, is people didn't really travel for this mania. It was a lot of local fans, and it was a lot of people that were part of these different independent companies or new people. Uh, my question to both of you is going to be twofold. Number one, did you take a part in any indie wrestling during Mania Weekend? And what did you like? And I'll talk about my experiences when we're done. And then number two, when do you think indie wrestling will hit that boom again that people are willing to go pack an arena of, when I say pack an arena, I mean fill an arena of 200 people, 250 people here. Uh, Tanner, I'll hit you first. What are your thoughts? Oh man. Um so I checked out Bloodsport. Bloodsport was cool. Uh Moxley sold me on Bloodsport so I had to go tune into that and then okay. you know you he, uh, so and, and what's funny is I I watched it after it happened. I didn't watch it live. I watched it post and and while it was happening I would see all the posts from Twitter of what was going on in the match and it it looked extremely bloody and violent i was just like yeah i'm all i'm all about this the it balanced the uh the universe between that and watching wwe all week um so so before you answer your next question of when you think it's gonna pop i'll mention this of blood sport i went over to blood sport thursday night walked over uh, i probably think i was a few matches in at that point which is totally fine um I wanted to check out the atmosphere i wanted to see what they were doing venue was obviously outside um, yeah. From a perspective of fans, that was the most soul. I it was the most attended show of the weekend that wasn't WWE. Um, don't know yeah. what was comped. That doesn't matter. Most people in attendance show of the weekend was by far that Bloodsport show, and it's not close. Um, second was probably the Spring Break show, but mm. there was a huge gap. Huge gap. Because, again, people weren't traveling. They just weren't ready for this. Let's fill arenas. Let's do this indie experience. Um, Tanner, I'll hit you in a second when you think it comes back to normal. Rob, what did you take in over the weekend? What did you like? Did you see anything? Yeah, I like. I, I watched um, Bloodsport as well. Um, I've watched them since the Matt Riddle Bloodsports. Um, I watched sure. your show. Um the um there was another one but it was so there was another one that was it was so bad i can't even remember who it was Oof. i just remember turning turning Oof. it off and maybe let's not name the name then 
No, I won't. Uh, <laughs> I won't. It, was, it was that bad. Yeah. Where was it held at? It looked like a, a Tampa I Bay, I would assume. Well, yeah. No, it, well, was in, it was in Tampa. I just don't know where. Um, It looked like it was a not like a school, but it looked like it was maybe like a gymnasium of some. I don't. I honestly okay. try to remember. And it could have been like a nightclub. I don't know. It. I mean, it. It was just uh, the. I think what did it was the announcers. Like, um, all right, let's maybe, not talk about those announcers. No, no, I'm not gonna show. like. I'm not gonna say who it was. <laughs> I'm not gonna say who it was. But it, it was just. It was just one of those things where I was just eh, like nothing was entertaining. <laughs> Rob, what? Uh, where was the streaming at? I want to say it wasn't uh it wasn't IW. Um nope, everything there was from the brewery or the pawn shop. Yeah. It might have been IP. Okay. I don't know. I was sent a link and I watched it. It was a comp one, so <laughs> let me trash the show while I don't pay for it. Tanner well, that's the thing. I, <laughs> I don't want to like that's a thing. It was like I think they gave it for free, gave it away for free because they knew. Like, well, let's see what, if we can would, find would, a miracle. Would people, would people know six names on the show, Rob? On um, at least three, at least three. We'll I don't know about we go six. live. I'm so curious, uh, Tanner. Okay. When is indie wrestling going back to normal? When are we going to see venues that have sold out crowds of 150, 200? Because those things did not happen in Tampa, folks. Uh well that's the the sixty four million dollar question isn't it or sixty four thousand dollar question which was sixty four million um I think it's sixty four hundred in indie wrestling for breaking down figures but hey there you go this guy's got this guy's got it um <laughs> so here's the thing um I don't think it's just a safety issue I don't think it's like about just about like spreading COVID I think it's 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 also an economic issue I think people are find it hard financially to travel right now i, I think that's but, that's a big thing too but when um, we talk travel though I, i'm not talking florida i'm talking your local indie show so i'm gonna oh, run at okay. the vfw hall down the street from your house right i'm gonna sell 150 well, tickets when well, are they, we gonna get to the point where my 150 tickets are gonna sell the same as 2018 as they would now well, I, first, I appreciate you for clarifying. Uh, <laughs> and, um, man, I, I, I think we're close. I, I think that at maybe its earliest, three to six months. I think at its at its latest, two years. Um, so you're thinking on... by the end of the summer, mm -hmm. the fall, a lot of places will be um, almost pre-COVID looking, the best way I can put it. Yeah, I mean it's 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 about people who can organize and make the big time matches that people want to see at, at your local your, sure, your local sure, indie, sure, sure, sure. Um, and and having the means to oh there you go <laughs> and having yeah, the we, means we to slip do, back. having the means to to put that together. Um, so I mean yeah, um, for for those who can pull it off, yeah, I'd say as early as three to six months. Rob, when do you think indie wrestling will hit that peak again of being able to sell out shows in the appropriate areas? I'm not talking the person who shouldn't sell. I'm talking the ones that did before, I guess. Um, 
I know here in Minnesota, once they can get the people in, I know here it will sell out because they've done they've done um, some independent shows with obviously lesser crowds. Um, Eric Cannon runs one that's up here, yep. and his shows always sell out. And um, he's got to the point now where he's doing two sh- like he's doing two shows in one day at sure, the same sure. venue. Um, so it just like it just comes down to like a COVID thing. Like once we can get more people like here, as far as other places go, I don't know. It goes. So what? Like, it, what you're oh, saying no, almost is as soon as the COVID factor in said state is on the decline yep. completely or done per se, that's yep. when independent wrestling in your mind in that area will come back. Yeah, I think so. Oh, no but delay that, after I don't, that though, right? You're, you, no, you don't not, think they'll well, be that's a delay. A thing. I'm in a, I'm in like a wrestling state though. Like I, like my state's well, yeah. a little different yeah. than others. Um, yeah. And I think, I think part of the problem in just going back to the WrestleMania real quick, I yeah. think the problem with WrestleMania is based on media too. Like just what you heard about Florida, I think that played a big part in people not going. I think if it was somewhere that was where you didn't hear so much, I mean, the, when you think about it, COVID, the two states we heard about the most was Florida and Texas and Georgia to an extent. Um, but New York. I'm, yeah, in New York, New York, like after in California, but I'm talking like the two. Like, I'm talking where WrestleManias like are going to be like within the next couple of years. Florida was one of those places that they talked about a lot, and um, there was a little bit of controversy because they opened first. They were one of the first states open. Uh, I would agree with that. Sure, so I sure. think that I think that played a part. I think it was more of a psychological standpoint where people are thinking like, e, I don't know not about yet. Going Let this group I'm not go going first. To Maybe a third time is yeah. what you're saying, Rob. Yeah. Sure. It, I don't. But, think I mean, it even helped them to your point, by the way. And I yeah. want to get back to it because it's it's really fascinating the the way you're thinking the backwards portion because they did the spring break thing where yeah, and they also had Super Bowl. I, I'm not saying right. I'm not saying cases were high or not high. I'm not playing either side of the line. Yeah. I'm just saying spring break was boasted to the media as oh my gosh X Y and Z. To your point, mm-hmm. we have a Super Bowl in January. Nothing is said, nothing at all. And this is prior to general public receiving vaccines at that point. Um, again, to your point, you're in a wrestling state. People yeah. will want it there. Tanner's as well. I will fix it for my state at some point in life. But there's so many other states that are driving. So I get what you're saying. Um yeah. I'll go this fold. So from being there, one of the biggest things I realized with the independent wrestling throughout the weekend and throughout all the venues is minus the fact that no one traveled for this show. So you didn't have that strong fan base to attend. Um, What I also noticed, however, was most people down there didn't hear of a lot of stuff because there's not a lot of local marketing going on. Because again, they were expecting that outside crowd. I think some of these venues could have done a better job and been more beneficial to some of these companies had they promoted interiorly of their county, of their state, and just try to build it from there. Um, I'll go to Rob first on this one. 
Rob, mania typically is a weekend that is so just diverse in people. In your opinion, on a, on a let's just go a scale of one to ten to make it easy. Where do you feel the travel audience for this mania was on a scale of one to ten? Now that you've heard stories, you've seen footage, you've watched videos, you've seen shows. Uh, ten would be New York mania because I can assure you. That was one of the most traveled to WrestleManias I'd ever seen live. You didn't meet people from New York there. You met people from everywhere else there. Um, so again, R- Rob, um, has to be bottom 10 in the last 20 years, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say, I mean, if we consider like the travel, I'd say it's probably, I'm talking maybe even in the three yeah, I mean, maybe it yeah. could be two. I'd probably say two because I know two people that went um, from Minnesota, but I also know somebody um, uh, from well, the uh, Bahamas went. Somebody, I knew, but that's not too far. But they have a they have a they have like dual citizenship, I guess. So, but you, you got two people that went like at a normal yeah. mania trip, though, Rob. How many people do you know or acquaintances? I mean, you've got to talk dozens, right? Of people yeah. you talk oh, yeah. to or email or chat with consistently, right? They're going to mania weekend. Yeah. Last year, I could tell you right now, or not last year, the uh, WrestleMania 35 New was York. the last normal one. Yeah. Correct. I knew, um, I counted it at one time how many people I knew. Like new, new, uh, it was over forty. Absolutely, like, and that's what that, yeah. yeah, that's where I'm going. And, and next year, and I'll go right to Tanner with this one. We're, we're talking Dallas. We're, we're we're going to Dallas next year. Shots and yeah. arms, people ready. Tanner, Mania is going to sell out next year. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, it will be the biggest sellout. Um, and they'll claim X, Y, and Z. Let's go I'll back to steps. <laughs> so yeah, we'll all be there. I think right. Um, yeah, we're gonna have our sh- have our first. Uh, Town Did you hear that, folks? <laughs> breaking news into the show. Let me find the lovely breaking news button. Unless somebody wants to hit before me. Nope, here it is. <laughs> Tony has told us all that he's going to fund us to go to WrestleMania for the shooting sports-ish convention next year. Ooh. Is that not nice of him? Yeah, that's wow. bad. That's, that's awesome. What a, what a guy. Man, a guy. Yeah. like even when we can't make a show, like he's there for us. Um, yep, he is. <laughs> I'll go back though. Uh, for, from your perspective, from a scale of one to ten, um, there wasn't many outside fans. Am I accurate from the outside perspective? Yeah. Who who'd you know? Did you know anyone besides myself that went there? Uh, that like this year? Yeah, just the three. Yeah, the yeah, three P. Oh, are you talking? Oh, okay. No, no, you're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you had three. Yeah. So Tanner to you. Who? How many? So just zero. Me. Yeah, just yeah, just it. you. So technically four for me then. Yeah. Because um, I, I you, look you at it from this perspective. I don't think it was a safety issue for a lot of people. I think it was almost a morale issue for people. Should I be traveling to go watch wrestling at this point? Is I think what it came down to, but again, I think by SummerSlam, as as the reports may say, may not say, they've been studying Georgia very hard, Southern Carolina. I fully expect SummerSlam to be a complete sellout. I expect an outdoor venue. Some people don't. 
but I expect a sellout. We'll wrap it up with you, Rob. Moving if on to W. Yeah, no, no. If, if we're going to you, um, wrapping up W's business for the year per se. Do you feel SummerSlam will be a sellout, and that will be the opening for them virtually? Yes, if not sooner. Um, Jim Ross said today or yesterday in a in his podcast that they're planning right now, and I don't know if this is official or if he's just going with what he's heard. He made it sound like AEW is going to start traveling in July. That's correct. If they that's correct. If they start traveling. WWE will start traveling. You have to remember what traveling is to AEW. It's running outside of Jacksonville on a Wednesday night. So let's social distance. Let's run X fans. It will be a struggle financially, but it's a move you have to make. So I agree with what you're saying, Rob. I just think WWE is going to take the UFC approach at which if I can't run an indoor venue at full capacity, I'm not doing it. Like, I'll just run outdoors until I have to. I could see that, but I don't. hmm. It'll be tough, too, Robbie. You got to, I mean, I I remember this. Like, AEW struggled to draw on Wednesdays live pre pandemic. It was a struggle. Not, Not to say they wouldn't trump every indie company, that's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is this is very challenging on a Wednesday night to get 3,000, 4,000 people to a venue who are going to sit there the whole time and consume wrestling because you're limiting a lot of the younger audience. Tanner, I'll hit to you. The thoughts moving into SummerSlam. Do you think they will have a full capacity? Do you think where it will be? What are your thoughts there? I think there's a better chance for SummerSlam. I think you're going to see a lot more people, hopefully, traveling for SummerSlam because it's summertime. Hopefully, there's going to still be people that are out of school who can travel. I think that'd be good. Um, it, it definitely depends on vaccine and, and, and the economics of all of that, right? Um, but I think that SummerSlam stands a better chance. Three Three months down the road, it could be a whole new world for all for all I know. So, so yeah. you're betting, man, does SummerSlam sell out capacity limit at the end of August in a southern state, likely outdoor? If I'm a betting man, does it sell out? No, but I think it will have a much higher degree of people traveling from out of that particular state. And Rob, the thing about, we'll like, it with you. Does uh, it sell out? Go- it just—I think it depends where it's at. If it's Atlanta, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Atlanta, Rob, and I'm gonna tell you where I, I personally feel it's going to be. I think they're studying that Mercedes-Benz Dome that doesn't have any events the two weeks prior because it's split between preseason games. I've looked; they wanted the Brave Stadium. There's no way in hell they can get it based on yeah. baseball games right now, and baseball is yeah. not moving anything. Target WWE, Target Field, like here in Minneapolis, they. Uh, when they they the first concert they had was Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney, sure. and um, they basically were on the road for like I think three series baseball series. And when they came back, it's like was that when the field was like, trashed? Yeah, it was just like they they're like, what the hell are we gonna <laughs> like? We gotta fix it, and they had to bring in. Yep, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, and that that was the thing. Like it, it was one of those things where they kind of changed things, and I mean they still had concerts, but they added. 
like f- more like flooring. And I think that's a problem with baseball. Like you have to be really careful. I know Chicago does well, like with like at Wrigley, but and Fenway, but there's um I I, I don't know about like outside depending i've heard like charlotte too might be an option i don't know if you've heard that but i i it wouldn't shock me i mean it's in the same territories we're both we're both talking about i mean we we both agree and i think most people do based on logistics it's going to be south it's just where is it going to be um i'll end it with this i i think moving into SummerSlam, blessed god there's not a change in what's going on with this pandemic. I think SummerSlam will have a full capacity. I think it will be probably close to 40,000. I think it will be outside. Um, I think that's going to be the big hurrah back into wrestling. I think AEW is going to run live crowds consistently much sooner than WWE, but I think this will be the first big crowd. Yeah. Tanner laid out. Where can people find you? We're wrapping up the show. Yeah, man. Uh, so uh, you can find me on Twitter at Texas Gentleman underscore, which is uh, right right there. You can you can find me right there. Not Rob. That's sexual but you can, harassment, sir. I yeah. don't appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Find me right there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Texas Gentleman underscore, which is right there. There you go. Um, and uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Radio Techers, where I have been uh, just a hurricane of tweets since the Super League stuff went down. Um, and uh, we did a, like a hurricane. <laughs> we did a we did a, a, a Super League uh, special report on Sunday as it was happening. What the and fuck uh, we'll... the Super League. Oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> It, How much time do you get? Comic book story? It's no, it's yeah. very okay. it's very you're, you're, very. You're done smart. putting yourself over. You got a solid minute, Rob. You're up. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Rob Wilkins. Uh, this Saturday, I will be doing the live watch along on Fightful for uh, the Impact pay per view, which I already. Teddy Omega, Rick Swan, let's go. Yeah. Rob's on live. Yep. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. I. You know, the thing is, is, it'll be interesting to watch Kenny Omega in an impact ring against Rich Swan, and I think they're going to let him take that impact title, which is just weird to me. But um, so, I'm actually looking forward to Matt Cardona and, and uh, Brian Myers than I am the main event. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I know I'm weird. I hope it. from a figure fan standpoint, they beat the shit out of each other with Hasbro figures. I want to see them broken over each other's heads. I want to see pure violence of Hasbro figures in the ring. Um, Rob, I'll leave you with this. I think the reason why Impact didn't actually make one title and still had the two on the pedestal is because Omega can then hold the four that he has at that point. Um, I think that's where they're going, the belt collector gimmick. But we'll see. Until next time, when Tony blows me off, thank you so much to Rob, to Tanner, shooting the sports ish. This is Mark to Death. We will check you next week.